0: Good morning. You are tuned to listener-supported public radio. This is KBBI Homer AM 890 and K201AO Seward 88.1 FM. The time is 9.03 AM, and you are listening to The Coffee Table. I'm Kathleen Gustafson. And the topic this week is Recovery Month, the whole month of September. So before we even get started and introduce guests, let's get a little fellowship going Please, if you would like to contribute to this discussion, the number to call is two three five seven seven two one, or you can email questions and comments to kathleen at kbbi.org. People are standing by to take your call if you'd like to contribute to the conversation, because as I understand it, fellowship is like the heart of recovery. So I want to start by introducing the panel uh, as usual, <laughs> Willie Dunn is here. Good to see you, Willie.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Kathleen. It's Board great to of be Directors,
0: K Bay Recovery Coalition, right?
1: That's correct. That's
0: your hat today.
1: That's my hat today, absolutely.
0: And Jacqueline Rainwater, Board of Directors, K Bay Recovery Connection. Good morning. Good morning. And Shay Hoffman's
2: here.
3: And I'm a, I'm a nurse care coordinator for our uh, medication assisted treatment at Homer Medical Center.
0: Also, on standby because I've got, I've got Michael Raymond on Zoom. I believe Michael, do you read me?
4: I do. Good morning, Kathleen.
0: Good morning to you. And let's see. I might actually have one at some point. We might have another guest, but there we are. We are all assembled. Uh, the first thing I would like to talk about is. International Recovery Month or Recovery Month and International Recovery Day—that's kind of what why we've gathered because the whole month of September is filled with. Well, Willie Dunn, how about you kick us off?
1: (laughs) Sure thing, thanks, Kathleen. Um, (coughs) Yeah, uh, Recovery Month uh, is is a national as well as an international uh, event that um, celebrates uh, the the strides that uh, individuals and families and organizations have made in the. Um, support of people in recovery from addiction. Um, uh, It's uh, something that we've been (coughs) uh, having events for in Homer for a few years, and we've got a whole bunch of events lined up um, this month. uh, We'll talk about those a little bit later. But um, there's uh, a number of organizations uh, and websites you can visit. Uh, Faces and Voices of Recovery is uh, one of the... uh national organizations that uh, links to recovery month events all, all over the United States. And uh, also uh, here in Homer, the, uh, our new organization, Kachemec Bay Recovery Connection. Our website is kbayrecovery.org, and you can uh, find some of uh, our events right there or find us on Facebook. So, uh, yeah, we're planning to celebrate uh, recovery and uh, support for people either in recovery or seeking recovery, not only individuals, but families also.
0: And I want to go to Jacqueline Rainwater because before I get to Michael Raymond, because I know he's busy today, he's got intakes, he's got stuff to do and people to serve. So, But before I get to Michael, can you, Jacqueline Rainwater, just give us a brief overview of some of the things that are happening? Because it's a whole month's worth of things. But give people some short idea about what's happening, and then we'll get more in-depth later.
2: Yeah. Um, so the first thing is on the second. And I don't know. Whatever anything It's a Saldovia <laughs> trip, um, and you can get tickets at the Saldovia Bay Ferry office on the spit. That's from 11 to 5. On the 9th, we're doing a documentary at the Homer Theater. It's free to the community. Uh, Doors open at 530, and it's called Tipping the Pain Scale. Um, Really powerful film. Um, On the 18th, uh, we have the Recovery Speaker Series at the college in room 202, um, about a local mom sharing her story um, of recovery and how she's been affected by addiction. um, That's from 6 to 7.30. And then on the 29th, uh, Thrive Thursday with Jen Dixon at SBT. We'll have a potluck and a recovery discussion um, that day. And then we have a big event, um, our first annual Run for Recovery 5K that we are so excited about. And we'll give you more details on that in a bit. I love the 5Ks because you get grandparents running with their grandkids. You just can't beat it. (laughs) Hey, look,
0: Annette Hubbard is on Zoom. Annette, do you read me?
5: Yeah, good morning,
0: guys. Good morning. Annette is a medication intake case manager, behavioral health aide for Naniltric Traditional Council. Do I have that right?
5: I am no longer behavioral health aide, but I am uh, the uh, case manager for all of our addiction medicine patients and Kind of helping bridge some integrated stuff as well. Well, helping people get behavioral health access and stuff, but yeah.
0: Thanks for that. I want to start with Annette Hubbard, Michael Raymond, and Shay Hoffman because we'll get back to the party. We will get back to the party, <laughs> but I want people to know who's doing the work every day here in Homer. So Actually, Michael Raymond, may I start with you? Can you talk a little bit about your work at Compass and just on the peninsula?
4: Yes, absolutely. So, um, Set Free Alaska came to the peninsula about three years ago, and uh, we're kind of a remote location down in Homer. They're based in the mat area up in the Palmer-Wasilla area, and, um, but we came down here uh, knowing that there was a great need for services. And... So we uh, opened a 16-bed residential facility, uh, which is known as Compass Men's Residential Facility. It is located about 14 miles out East End Road. And then in town, uh, Set Free opened an outpatient and an intensive outpatient program uh, for the community of Homer also, where they can come do outpatient services, uh, receive assessments and get evaluated for their next level need of care. Um, so what I'm more involved with is the men's residential program out East End, uh, and we are a 16-bed men's residential program, and I believe the only one in the state um, that offers if they happen to be single fathers with kiddos, um, that they're able to uh, make them a part of the treatment and bring them out here, and uh, so they, they have an ability uh, to get well and to get their Uh, Life back and be successful, and be successful uh, parents and husbands and productive members in society.
0: I would imagine having a safe place for your kids could make all the difference on whether or not someone seeks help.
4: Yeah, it it absolutely can. That's correct.
0: Because I know that when sometimes when people seek recovery, that's one of the major worries: is am I are my kids even going to be allowed to live with me anymore? So. Uh, thanks for your work, by the way. I want to bring Annette Hubbard and then Shay Hoffman into this, and then I have a few questions for you about treatment. But if uh, Annette, could you introduce yourself
5: and talk a little bit about your work? You serve a lot of people on the peninsula. <laughs> we um, do. I work in a couple different capacities. My my Monday through Friday job um, is doing intakes, education um hair coordination outreach peer support just kind of all the whole gambit um to people who are using substances any substance all substance are um in regards to like our clinic we actually have um so we have three clinics one in homer one in anchor point and one in nilchik we have four providers who um, prescribe medications and work with you on a treatment plan that works for you. It's not our definition of recovery; it's your definition of recovery, and really what you're seeking out. And um, we really love it. And then my other capacity that I I work in a few different, but the other uh, local resource uh, that I work in is at the is at Megan's Place, which used, was previously known as the Homer Syringe Exchange. The exchange is open on the first and third Tuesday of every month. Um, we're currently at the South Peninsula Training Room at the bottom of Bartlett. And we offer safe injections, safe smoking supplies, um, any harm reduction, Narcan, uh, things like that. We do help down there with doing resources. If somebody comes in and is looking for resources, Oh right, help it's a kind good of place. plug them in there. It's a good yeah. place to hook people up to get them
0: connected to services and to the people that might offer the help they want.
5: Yeah, and we do, I mean, we do referral, you know, we offer service, you know, we, as far as that goes, like, you know, whether you need the food pantry, housing, counseling services, really anywhere there. Um, and, uh, you know, help bridge the gap for, for some of that stuff.
0: Thanks, yeah. that's, that's Annette Hubbard. Also, Shay Hoffman so. is here, and Shay, you serve through Homer, Homer Medical, Medical
3: Center. Yeah, so
0: um, we,
3: um, I'm, I have uh, much the same role as Annette, although on a much smaller scale. Um, so basically, um, communicating, coordinating, supporting patients and their interactions and needs um, between t- providers and, and other services um and we also we have two new providers recently um that started with us so we also have four providers that um that work with our mat program and um and we're just we're we're thrilled every every um chance every time I hear you know of a new thing in the community or a new connection or new involvement it's really exciting I think there's uh, growing awareness and um, and support for recovery in this community and I wanted to uh, tag on Annette was talking about Megan's place there are actually catchama uh, Bay family planning clinic does counseling and testing right
0: there um, on site which is really great for people walking in oh so good because yeah. that was that was on my list of questions yeah. or what are the thing who are the people and what are the organizations you encounter yeah. when
3: you go there yeah
0: so yeah um,
5: Well,
3: thanks. Yeah, family planning. Go ahead. Go ahead.
5: Sorry. Family planning does come in um, and at the exchange and they do hep C and HIV screenings. And if somebody is positive or has hep C, this is for anybody. You don't have to be an exchange participant. If you need a hep C or an HIV screening, you can come to the exchange. And and, um, if the screening is positive, you get a referral for care. Um, to any of the clinics, wherever you choose. And uh, hep C treatment's really pretty simple. You can, you know, you do the screening and then uh, based on that result, you get a lab draw. And then we initiate medication after that. Anybody, whether you're actively using, actively using any substances, you can get hep C treatment. Alaska Medicaid, most insurance do cover it. Medicaid does cover it as well, so
3: yeah. And I think, think Megan's Place is such a great example um, uh, of the sort of hidden heroes in this community that you may not hear their names a
0: lot, but they are very, very active. And a lot of people talk the talk, but they are showing up.
3: Exactly, and um, as as are your guests today. Not, yeah. not myself.
5: Well, I mean, we're <laughs> here neighbors. to
0: t- we're here to talk the talk.
3: That is our role. And, and
5: Megan's place Megan's Place is all ran by volunteers. Yeah. So we all dedicate our time and our attention and love really what we do there and helping to kind of expand some stuff there. So, yeah.
0: Thanks for that information because I was assuming it was grant-funded. So thanks for that.
5: Nope. We are grant-funded for supplies, but we aren't employee staff-funded.
0: Thanks. So I would like to go to Michael Raymond for a moment. Um, Now, you mentioned a 16-bed facility. I'll bet you could fill 100 of them if you had that, because the demand is so great. And I do want to lo- know a little bit about the inpatient facility at Compass House, I think it's called. But if you wouldn't mind, could you kind of demystify the process of becoming an outpatient? Like what's going to happen if, I, if a man shows up at Set Free Alaska or anyone shows up there? Can you give people an idea of what the procedure and the protocols are if I come and seek help or if anyone comes to seek help as an outpatient? Yeah,
4: that's, a, that's a great question. And um, that's it's something that we've been working on actually as the coalition is just to, to better that process for individuals seeking help and seeking treatment across the board. Um, one of the things that needs to be done is um, that they have uh, a, an assessment done. And that has been one of the mo- the, the greatest challenges I think here in the state of Alaska, and and actually I'm hearing across the board in the nation um, for people to identify the level of care that they need, and so that's the first part of a process that would happen, um, as long with uh, an application that is a piece of the application process, and and so I think everyone across the board is just collaborating, working together on how to streamline that and and be more successful. But you're right, there is such a need for it. That's what is causing um, the delays. Uh, The line is very long for those to get uh, accomplished. Um, But after that happens, um, it it really is, we've got guys, gentlemen, coming in from all over the state. And so the next step is we have case managers that work with uh, wherever they're coming from and just get them uh, the transportation needed to get here. I mean, we've got guys coming from Juneau and Ketchikan and Fairbanks and, and villages actually all across the the state um, that are coming to seek help Um, and then once they're here um, we just really bring them in and and meet them where they're at and just uh, try and love on them the best as possible it's just amazing to see uh, the walks of life um, of the gentlemen that are coming here I mean we've had pilots we've had businessmen we've had uh, teachers it's just uh, addiction doesn't have a boundary or a a name that it goes after. Um, It can happen to anyone at any time. We all I'm sure have family and friends that have experienced challenges with addiction. And um, so we just love to get them here and help them find freedom from that addiction and get back on track. And again, lead them back to being fathers and husbands and just uh, productive members in society.
0: Thanks, that's Michael Raymond from Set Free Alaska. And I would also like to direct that same question before I'm gonna let you guys off the hook pretty soon. Uh, c- because I know that uh, the panel of people providing medical care, they're awfully busy. Uh, Annette Hubbard is taking time out of a class. Shay Hoffman's <laughs> taking time <laughs> out of work. Michael mm. Raymond has, has got people to serve today, right, to bring in, so I, I want to make sure, um, Annette Hubbard, can I ask you something like the same question? Uh, yeah. where, where exactly are you located and what happens when someone comes in to you and says, I need some help?
5: Um, we, our Homer clinic is located at 4047 Bartlett street and, um, that's where the Homer Clinic's at. The NL one is next to, located next to e, the EMS on Kingsley. And the Anchor Point Clinic is located next to the Cheeky Moose. Um, on Tuesdays, myself and Dr. Spencer are in Homer. And people can walk in to do an intake if they're looking for medications. Um, I have a work cell phone number as well. And that phone number is 907 740 30, and people can call or text me. Um, Shay also has, has a similar setup too. She could talk about that, but um, that helps to kind of ease access in, into services. And then to address what uh, Michael was just talking about, we uh, have a new counselor who started at our Homer clinic and on Tuesdays, um, this is a new thing, so it hasn't been formally announced, but it's getting ready to be. So Ooh, an on Tuesdays, <laughs> yeah, an exclusive. On Tuesdays, we have a new counselor at our Homer clinic and anybody can walk in for an assessment and the assessment process will start that day. And uh, to kind of help fill this gap because a lot of the people that we work with, you know, they, they need to get an assessment within 10 days of getting released from jail. They need to get an assessment because they need to get into treatment right now and that's their barrier. And so we're trying to address that barrier through grants and things of that nature to help with this issue of not being able to get assessments and so again the number uh my phone number is 907-740-3330 so if you're calling you know if you're looking for medication just recovery options um you need to get an assessment right now today things of that nature we um we want to we want to be there to support it you know our philosophy is is that we need to create services for the community, not, um, you know, so we always ask the community what, you know, what's the gap and see if we can fill it because people aren't going to engage if um, you're telling them what they have to do. They want to, you know, live a self-directed lifestyle. And so we really want to help um, yeah, do that because we're all human beings with different wants and needs in life. So,
0: well, plus, if the decision doesn't come from the person, then it often doesn't stick.
5: That is 100% correct.
0: So, the other, you just mentioned that you're looking for the gaps. Can you share? Yeah. Can you tell us what any of them are as you see them now? <laughs> like, what are you finding Housing. that's hanging you
5: up? Yeah, housing is a big issue, and actually, um, it's, nece- it's more kind of low-threshold care housing um, for people who are getting into recovery and are unhoused. Um, there's a low-threshold care model in Anchorage called Carluck Manor um, that would be very beneficial in our area. Um, employment is a really big barrier for people because a lot of, you know, I mean, if, if you've been living in active addiction, um, and you have a little bit of a legal history, sometimes that can be a barrier, but there are definitely places, in, you know, uh, employers in the Homer that hundred percent work with people who are in recovery, um, from all broad spectrums. And it's really nice to hear that it doesn't matter. You know, people are looking at who you are and your work ethic and not, you know, what's going on in your personal life. Um, And so that's been really uh, a blessing. But I know it's, you know, employment and housing is a really big um, issue in our community, probably, you know, everywhere, but it's very concentrated here.
0: Thanks. That's Annette Hubbard, intake case manager at Nanilchik Traditional Council and all over. So Anchor Point, Homer, Nanilchik, you're traveling all over the place. I want to um, bring Shay Hoffman back in because I've missed talking to you. Aww. Also because I, I want to ask you something like that same question before we before we wrap this segment up, which is what are the gaps that you find? You're in a you I think your caseload is a little much smaller is much yep. smaller. Yeah. there you go. And we, we <coughs> um, we've and is that just because of resources?
3: um that is we have a little we have a different approach our providers um decided they wanted to make behavioral health counseling um a, a required part of the program and and just a little different structure so what um dr spencer and annette and and the other providers at um Nindilchik traditional council are doing is is low barrier um and and um easier access and not that it's not uh, inclusive or or, or complete. Um, their mission is to it's is to make a it different available. Orientation. Exactly. So um so that is one reason. And also we just haven't been at it as long. And then when our primary providers that's that started when we started this program, they've moved on. So we've had some transition, but um I love I'm so excited to hear that the um, assessments will be available on a walk-in basis um, it, on Tuesdays. That's amazing news. Those assessments are available at um, at Set Free and Cook Inlet Counseling. I believe is still doing them as well. Um, so when Annette was saying, you know, being able to get an, it's just sometimes that appointment is far out, and as we know, um, any kind of any kind of break in the timeline can can be really challenging when somebody's ready. So.
0: Um, right. That's the challenge is to be ready when they're ready. Exactly.
3: So, but yeah, if somebody approach, if somebody calls or walks into our clinic or if a provider's visiting with somebody and decides, um, to explore the issue of substance, um, use further substance use or misuse or substance use disorder, uh, they do get referred to me. And so we'll, I'll meet with them either in person or on the phone and, um, and Give them some information about what our program looks like, um, and even determine if it's you know if this is the right path or or what other what other options may be available or appropriate, and um, and there is a dedicated cell phone that is nine zero seven two nine nine one two six four, and that phone is monitored. That's that's my work phone, and so it's um, it's monitored weekdays, Monday through Friday, um, during normal business hours. So if anybody has an urgent need, you know, we recommend they call the hospital, but um, the hospital then will um, will refer on further to whatever care somebody needs.
0: So. And Shay and Annette. May I – I've written down the, down those contact numbers. May I include them when we post this to the website? So Please that, do. Yeah. Absolutely.
5: Okay. Now <laughs> Please.
0: I, I promised uh, Michael Raymond and Annette Hubbard that I would have them out in the first half hour, and we're at 927 here on the coffee table right now. So I would like to offer the mic to Michael Raymond first. Is there any outreach you need to do or would like to do or anything else you'd like to add to this conversation? Because I know you've got to get back at it.
4: Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's an exciting day out here. We actually have a graduation and, and working on intake all at the same time. So both ends of the spectrum for us. But it's exciting. Um, but um, I you would have, just say wait,
0: you have a graduation today.
4: We do. Nice. Yeah. We do. Yay. Yeah, it is absolutely amazing and a pleasure to be a part of that. Um, But we just, um, I guess what I'd just like to say, if anybody has any more um, questions are always uh, able to reach out, Um, our outpatient number here in town where they can uh, reach our uh, admin program manager would be 907-235-4732 if they have any questions. And We've also got an event coming up, it's not until October, but we got a Gala for Freedom coming up on October 20th at um, six o'clock. And people that are just interested in finding out more about what we do or participating in that are welcome to come, it's a community event. Um, But other than that, we just really appreciate the support in the community with Shay and Annette and Willie and Jacqueline, Um, just love our community, the collaboration that happens here. Um, We're all working together. And it is just a pleasure to be a part of that.
0: Well, thank you so much. That is Michael Raymond from Set Free Alaska. And I. the same thing, I'll include your number, that contact number when we post this to the website. Uh, thank you so much for your time and your work. Annette Hubbard, is there, before you get back to class, is there anything you feel like you came here to say that we really haven't talked about?
5: We just, I want to reiterate what Michael said, you know, we all, all Shay, Michael, we all work together to help get somebody, you know, get people to the best care. And if we, you know, can't, we always try to point people in the direction that that they will get help. Whether that's another inpatient treatment program, outpatient, um, you know, we're always willing to, I feel like these are the backup team, like the three of us working together to help get people care and so, um, I will tell you that what, that what we are doing on the Kenai Peninsula, the three of, you know, all of us, collaborative, is not being duplicated anywhere else. Um, really? And so it just really naturally, it's really hard to. <laughs> and so um, it's just really great to be a part of this recovery pocket team that we've got in Homer. So before you go, can you help me
0: understand what makes it so difficult?
5: like why is this Um, a unique
0: situation?
5: I think it's unique because we're a small tight-knit community and um you know everybody kind of works together for the for the good of the whole which is pretty much you know it's a recovery basis and um I think in more urban communities it's hard because everybody is really spread out and so versus here it's all concentrated and Um, you don't really have much of a, you know, we don't step on each other's toes. We work together and, um, and it's just really nice. It's a, it's a blessing, I think.
0: Well, that's Annette Hubbard, medication intake case manager for Nilchik traditional council and all points Southern peninsula. It sounds like, thank you so much for being here this morning, Annette and Michael. All right. I am going to, are you, um, You are welcome to stay on the line for as long as you like, but I'm going to turn my attention to the party (laughs) now. So the time is 9.31, and this is the coffee table, and I'm Kathleen, and we're talking recovery. The next thing you need to know is that Jimmy's on the phones, so the number to call if you'd like to participate in the discussion is 907-235-7721. Or you can email questions and comments for the panel to kathleen at kbbi.org. And I'm going to reintroduce the panel because you've been sitting here a little while, so patient, and thank you for that. Jacqueline Rainwater is here from the Board of Directors of K-Bay Recovery Connection, and Willie Dunn, also from the board. And I want to start turning this mic over to the two of you because there's a whole lot going on in the, just in the next couple of weeks, but for the whole month, and We kind of hit the high points at the beginning of the show, but I'd really like to give people an understanding of all the ways that they might get together. So, Jacqueline, will you begin? And I know Willie will just jump in when when it's appropriate. So go ahead.
2: Yeah. um, So I just want to state that these recovery um, events—it's not just specific for people in recovery. You don't need to be in recovery. Um, We've said that a lot of people um, are affected by the disease of addiction, whether it's a family member, a friend. Um, And even if you're not, um, we are just trying to build community, build connection, spread the hope of recovery. Um, I'm a person in long-term recovery, and one of my biggest fears was um, I wasn't going to have friends. I wasn't going to do anything fun. um, Life was going to be boring, um, and that is not true. Life in recovery... Um, is so fun, and you build. I know the <laughs>
0: axiom: nobody parties like
2: people in recovery. <laughs> that's right. That that's one. right. <laughs> um, and so uh, these events that we do, we're just trying to build that support system, spread the hope of recovery, um, and just know that um, life and freedom from addiction is is just such a gift. So I'm going to stop you just for a minute because mm-hmm. Roy is on line one. Roy, do you read me?
6: I can hear you. Yes, I can.
0: Go ahead.
6: Okay, my name's Roy Wilson. I, I work with uh, Willie and Jacqueline on the board, and I wanted to speak a little bit to um, um, uh, the stigma that's attached to addiction. You know, no little kid ever says, "Oh, when I grow up, I'm going to be a dope addict." It, it's a, it's an insidious disease that sneaks up on people, and and many people with addiction problems aren't even aware that that's the the basis of, of the problems in their life, and one of the wonderful things about uh, KBRc is that we provide an, an answer for people. Not, not that we are going to offer them recovery, but we can guide them where to where to find help. <coughs> That's something that wasn't available when I first sought a re- treatment for addiction. I just stumbled into a 12-step program. and, uh, and That's is, a
0: fun image. <laughs> like
6: Jacqueline just said, you know, life is wonderful. It is not boring. All the things that I used to do that I thought I couldn't possibly do unless I had a beer or a joint or something like that, I wasn't really doing those things. They were passing me by, and now I'm involved in them. And anything that we can do in our organization to help other people find this joy in this life Boy, I am all for, and, and, and one of the things I've learned over the years is the people who are most involved in service to their community and to, um, to other members of the recovery group, the organization or whatever, are the people who are going to have the strongest and longest recovery. And I want to be part of that because my life has gone from zilch to absolutely fantastic since I have been in recovery. And I think that's about all I've got to say. Except, good morning, Willie. Good morning,
7: Jacqueline. <laughs>
3: morning, Roy. I want. I'm so grateful um, that Roy just reminded me. One of the things that we really emphasize is um, is addiction is a disease. High blood pressure is is, is a disease. You know, there are things that um, that biologically people can be prone to, and then also circumstances that that just everything contributes, and so. When we emphasize counseling as part of the treatment, it is to explore other ways to to address that disease and not not um, hoping to fix the the problems with the person. So I just wanted to emphasize that um, and thanks, Roy for well, bringing that up again.
0: Yeah, thanks for calling, Roy. and the same thing doesn't work on everyone exactly. and if I'm ad- if I'm to understand this correctly. The same thing may not work day-to-day day on the same person. You've got to have options. But, hey, back to the party, <laughs> Jacqueline. Yes. Jacqueline Rainwater. Uh, I, we are absolutely taking all calls and emails to Kathleen at kbbi.org and calls to 907-235-7721
2: but let's talk party. Go ahead, Jacqueline. So if you want to party with us, yeah. I guess I'll put my phone number out there before I forget. Um, 907-756-3530. Um, that's also uh, phone my phone number for peer support um, through Ninilchik Traditional Council. Um, but if you are interested in any of these events, feel free to give me a call. Um, and yes, the first thing coming up is on the second the Seldovia trip and recovery meeting from 11 to 5 meet at the harbor at 1030, Willie? Is that true?
1: Yeah, that would be um, <coughs> at the Seldovia Bay Ferry, um, Ramp 7.
2: Over oh, on the Deepwater
0: Dock side.
1: Right, yeah. uh, Seldovia Bay Ferry. We did have some discounted tickets. Those have all been sold, but everybody's welcome to come over uh, and join us Um in Seldovia. And in fact, folks listening to KBBI in Seldovia come by the uh, Gateway Pavilion by the harbor. And uh and what's going to be us. going on
0: there at the Gateway Pavilion? Actually,
1: uh, we'll have um <coughs> uh, pizza and soft drinks and uh, uh, some just some folks in recovery who can share their experience, and uh, you can learn more about the organization. Uh, we'll have... Uh lots of information and then just uh, some time to enjoy Seldovia to um take a hike to explore town to shop to um look for uh salmon moving up the the slough. um just a, a fun afternoon in Seldovia
0: terrific so that and that's coming up
1: that's this saturday this weekend
0: right yeah. i know tomorrow there's a potluck at Seldovia Village Tribe health center is it or is that yeah where's yeah the location? that's uh,
1: SVT health and wellness um <coughs> it's part of their their weekly Thrive program on Thursdays. And and that's here in Homer. That's here in Homer, right on uh, East End Road, just uh, right on the edge of town. Um, Bring a dish or just bring your appetite. 880 East End Road. Yeah, bring a dish. Um, It's going to be, again, uh, just a chance to meet other folks in recovery, learn about recovery, uh, share some food, and I think there might even be uh, some recovery bingo going on there later in the evening. Oh, now you're talking! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else, Jacqueline Rainwater? Because I know you have a list.
2: Oh, i are so excited. We it's it's so fun to be able to do these uh, kind of events with the community. And one that I'm actually looking forward to a lot is on the seventh, and that's the Tipping the Pain Scale documentary at the Homer Theater. It's um, free to the community, and there will be. Um, a brief Narcan training and community conversation um, after the film just with any questions or thoughts. Um, usually someone standing in the back. Um, we've uh, to discuss anything that may have come up during the film because we've done these sort of D stig um, mental health films before and they can be a hard watch and bring up a lot of um, emotions and feelings um, and questions and so Uh, We try to leave space um, at the end of the film to just talk about it. Got to have that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there'll be resources in the back. And um, it's just a film about um, the systematic failures um, around addiction and how people um, are trying to develop new um, and innovative ways to solutions to the problem of addiction. And Um, give
0: me the date and time on that again.
2: Yeah, it's the 7th um, at 6 p.m. The doors open at 530 Um, and, yeah, it's about an hour and 45-minute film. It's great.
0: And there's a caller on line one. Hello, caller. Do you read me?
7: I do. Am I on the air? You
0: are on. Go ahead.
7: Hey, well, thanks again for uh, informing us about another couple of organizations that are coming together for uh, this cause. Um, You know, we have the worldwide doping agency that – monitors athletes to make sure that they're not doing uh, drug-enhancing supplements for their progressive physiologies. And I'm wondering if there's going to be a worldwide um, opium task force app or addiction app that, uh, or an app that your organizations are going to create to make it easier to uh, see what the resources are see what programs are available, and um, it would be a lot easier to communicate with people that way. I, I heard Dr. Annabelle oh, a couple of months ago on the radio talking about what the country of Iceland has done. They had a bunch of teenagers that were getting addicted to alcohol and other opioids and whatnot, and they developed a, a really progressive you know, athletic program for their youth and supervision and uh, small teams of athletes working together to encourage a healthier lifestyle, and it would be fantastic to get some kind of global uh, agency for uh, addiction and opium and other uh, issues that are problematic with our society today that is becoming more and more of an epidemic. I want to thank everybody for uh, jumping in there. We have so many groups in town, it's just so hard to keep up with, and having an app would be just wonderful to uh, connect all the dots, so to speak.
2: Well, thanks.
0: that's all I
7: want to say. And thanks again, Kathleen. Bye. Thank bye Thank
0: you so much, Carl. And so the idea that it has to—well, l- first of all, th- let's address his point, which is—is is there? Where's the clearinghouse for this information locally?
2: Okay. Um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Checkups and Choices, um, I believe, is an app, and I should know more about this, but I don't. Um, but it's—it's it's a way to. Um, just sort of reach out with where you're at. Um, I wish I had more information. So let me look into it. Um, my email is skpallthingsrecovery at gmail.com, but I know there are, um, apps and online resources to get connected right away to talk to somebody. Um, and yeah, but I think that's a really good point, um, to have something mobile in your hands to be able to reach out to someone. Um, but, Uh, It's not an app, but we do have a brochure in town, and there is um, an online version. I believe it's at the hospital website. It's also um, at allthingsrecovery.org. It's called the Homer Area Support Group and Resource Guide, Um, and in it lists all the local 12-step meetings, non-12-step support groups, uh, counseling options, and... Um, other services regarding behavioral health, but um, it's it's really nice because it's got all the phone numbers, dates, times, um, so that you can um, reach out. And Willie Dunn, go ahead.
1: Sure. And, um, <coughs> you know, Carl brought up that concept of <coughs> getting young people involved in activities. Um, and, you know, our organization, uh, we went through a, a, a very deliberative process to try and come up with a name, and we came up with the recovery connection because... Connection is, is really one of the um, the primary uh, antidotes to addiction. So um, trying to provide healthy connections, you know, provide hope through healthy connections is, is one of our, our goals. And while we don't have an app right now, uh, we're a very new organization, um <coughs> not only in September during a Recovery Month, but year-round, we have... Uh, Set up a a monthly program of of social gatherings uh, safe drug and alcohol free social gatherings outdoor events. We've um, uh, We work closely with Michael at uh, set free and we get some of his uh, His guys out with us. We've gone kayaking. We've gone hiking. We have uh, bike rides We we try to do uh, a lot of healthy outdoor social activities with uh, folks who who might be struggling with um uh, you know, this this new recovery from addiction.
0: Well, I appreciate the caller's desire to to go global, but mm-hmm. my instincts tell me that everything starts with your neighbors, mm-hmm. that it's too easy to say, oh, those poor people way over there, thousands of miles away, they need help while not looking at the people in your own streets because mm-hmm. those people are a direct threat to the way we live our lives and not help others. And it's so easy to look far away and say, oh, those people need help. We can we can help them. So I want to get back to the party. <laughs> Have we talked about the speaker?
2: Um, not yet. Go um, f- who's going to – you keep going or you pass it to Willie, whatever I'm, you I'm like. I'm looking at Willie. So, um, <coughs> but uh, just because he knows the speaker um, a little more than I do. But um, we, we do this uh, event every quarter. It's called the Recovery Speaker Series. Um, And it's where we just get somebody who's um, had experience in addiction or recovery or has been affected by addiction. We don't, it's nothing too um, structured. It's just someone coming to share their story um, and offer hope. And um, yeah, so this month, it's on the 18th. It's from 6 to 730. Um, It doesn't always go that long. And it's at the community college in room 202. And um, Willie, do you want to share a little about our speaker? So
0: you get right to that
2: mic. There you go. I
0: don't oh, want anybody so to miss
2: anything you're saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That, <coughs> as Jacqueline said, this is, a, a an ongoing series that we've been doing, uh, in collaboration with All Things Recovery Coalition, and it's, um, it's a, a really, uh, unique event to hear somebody, somebody's story of struggling with addiction or alcoholism and their recovery. We've had, um, individuals and we've had uh, one event where we had a father-daughter uh team come and share their story um of uh of uh, finding recovery from addiction so um this uh this month it's uh going to be margaret johnson who uh is going to be coming in to tell her story and uh it's, it's going to be a powerful powerful evening uh in addition to hearing her story there's a community conversation afterwards lots of time for questions and answers and uh, conversation.
0: Thanks. And anything else? I have a question for Nurse Shay Hoffman here in a minute. But I want to make sure, because we're coming up on, it's 947. There's about 10 minutes left. So last call, all you wonderful listeners, for calls and comments. uh, Or you can always send your comments in. But I'll only be able to take your calls for about another five minutes. And that number is 907 235 7721, or email Kathleen at kbbi.org.
2: So do you have another one for me? Something coming up soon you want to talk about? And then I'm going to Shay. Okay, yeah. um, Briefly, we have another Thrive Thursday at the end of September. So there's two of them um, coming up. And same deal, 6 to 7.30 on the 29th at SVT Potluck and Recovery Discussion. And drum roll, please. Okay, the... First annual Run for Recovery 5K, oh yes, yes. Um, sponsored by your very own Mac Bay Recovery Connection. <laughs> you don't have to be a runner. You can walk. You can crawl. You can unicycle. push a stroller. You, can you could unicycle. You could do stilts. Um, whatever you want. Um, it's going to be awesome. It's really going to be a party. And um, we are just so excited to um, honor the people in recovery, all the pathways to recovery, um, and just celebrate the people in this community Um who are walking the walk and talking the talk. Does that require registration? It does, but so you can register. Well, Oh, you can wi- register Willy on the day of, right? You can, and Willie's got the flyer in front of him. Go so Willie.
1: Yeah, you can register on the day of. That's going to be Saturday, September 16th, out at the uh, uh, Kevin Bell Arena, the ice rink. Uh, the start and finish line will be there. Uh, the course will <coughs> head out towards the... Uh, homer harbor master's office and then back onto the you're head headed to the <laughs> harbor
0: master's <laughs> office <laughs> calling out matt yeah
1: and uh registration uh day of the race is at 9 a.m and you know it, it's actually more of a fun event than a race i'm sure there will be some folks that want to race and compete and we'll have awards We're it's gonna have a rally absolutely a fun, yeah. absolutely <laughs> a fun <laughs> award ceremony and we'll have prizes The uh, local businesses have Donated prizes and uh, we'll have um, <coughs> live music and food and coffee and uh, it's just going to be a real fun event. So registration starts at 9 a.m. and then we'll have a, uh, a, a group start of the walkers at 10 a.m. And then at 11 a.m. the runners will start and we'll all finish up uh, at the finish line around uh, noon. And have food, music, award ceremony, and fellowship, and uh, should should be a fun fun day. Uh, Saturday, September sixteenth, out on the spit. All ages and abilities welcome.
0: Well, thanks for that. Before I come back for last words from Willie and Jacqueline, I do want to talk to Shay Hoffman again from Homer Medical Center Medical Clinic. Uh, Medical Center. Center. I had it right the first time. You Dang did. It. It. Uh, because before Annette had to go back to class, she mentioned Narcan training. Narcan. So hands up, who's got Narcan in their car? Woop woop. I do. I, I do. Well, actually, mm. I don't right now. I got some for my birthday from Shay last year. I got a little Narcan <laughs> kit, <laughs> and uh, the truth is that I passed it on to a mom who might need it. Awesome. And Terrific. so I need to re—I need to get my Narcan Terrific. back. Terrific. Can you talk a little bit about where and how to get the training? Because. Uh, I I will hear no. I will hear no opposition on this. This saves lives every day. This
3: saves lives every day, and um, and w- we really encourage anybody and everybody to have it available. It does it. You don't need to have somebody specific in your life that you're concerned about. You can um, you can be of help at any time, and. Um, so, yes, we want to make it available to everybody that is interested in having it. You can um, you can come to the clinic at any time, to Homer Medical, and ask for it. We can do a really quick training, have you out of there in probably 10 minutes and on your way with a Narcan kit.
0: Do they train at Megan's place, too?
3: Yes, yes. There's so many resources. I bet that if somebody walked into, you know... Indeed. Most of the local agencies mm-hmm. um, that know anything about it, people would be willing to to help. <laughs> now that I put that out there, um, <laughs> so and also at the at the movie next week, uh, community health nurse Annie Gray and I will be talking about Narcan and have that available and doing a little training. It's an easy training. It's a the lovely thing about Narcan is that it is not scary to use. It's a it, it can benefit. and Right. If
0: you're not have, don't, you don't have to be afraid that you're going to hurt somebody. Exactly. Because if you're not having an opioid overdose, exactly. it has n- zero
3: effect. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's just a, it's just a, a truly a gift. It can um, only help. Mm-hmm. It can only help. So yes, that's available anytime. You can call that, the cell phone number that I gave earlier, 907-299-1264. Um, you can call the clinic, you can call lots of local places, and, or, or other folks can direct um, people to us, too. And that is, um, we can also offer, if somebody's interested in having a group training, we can offer that. That's, that would be available, too. I wanted to say really quick for the caller, um, just because we couldn't name an app off the cuff, I'm willing to bet that there are apps available. There are so many good online resources and we're actually in the process of updating um, our clinic and hospital um, websites to provide some of those links. There are, y- you can believe me, you can go down. <laughs> you can go we down you long, long roads um, looking at all the different resources. So for somebody who might be resistant to Um, to contact somebody local. They might be worried about privacy. Um, There are just a a trove of resources online um, in addition to your local resources.
0: Well, thanks. Well, you know, we've come to that moment where I go around to the panel and find out what we have missed. So Jacqueline Rainwater, uh, Board of Directors from the K-Bay Recovery Connection, what is on that list of events that you feel like you might like to point to, or how does someone access this list?
2: Um, so um should have flyers for upcoming events. We're new and still working on our website. Um, also, allthingsrecovery.org has the flyers, and we're trying to post hard copies all around town. Um, again also, you've got social
0: media working for yep. you. Yeah. yes
2: um and skp all things recovery at gmail.com is my email and i can send you a pdf you can look at it um, post it where you want it and yeah again let's check
0: all the bulletin boards they're right they're up everywhere
2: yep um and again anyone is welcome you do not have to be in recovery um and if you have ideas for events let me know um we're just trying to to build community and we're just so happy to be doing it
0: thanks that's Jacqueline rainwater willie dunn where do i go if i need a meeting right now
1: well, uh, or if re- I need to reach out yeah, right now, yeah, if you need to reach out right now there's um <coughs> jacqueline uh, mentioned the uh, r- uh support guide that is available online, and uh that has a a lot of uh local phone numbers, but you know we're lucky in our town, our small town to have um twelve step recovery groups that meet uh Every day, 365 days a year, seven days a week. Um, there's morning
0: a, and noon,
4: or there's, uh, noon and evening. At right? least
1: one meeting at noon and one meeting at 8 p.m. Um, uh, every day of the year. There's also meetings on other days, and and that uh, resource is available online. But um, you know, an earlier caller talked about uh, his life changed when he stumbled into a 12-step meeting, and you know that is one path to recovery. Uh, our organization supports all pathways to recovery, but. Uh, That's one of the uh, uh, resources we have every day of the year here in town. Uh, There's a 12-step meeting right next to the movie theater, 126 West Pioneer Avenue at noon or 8 p.m., and everybody's uh, welcome to just stop by there and learn more about uh, 12-step recovery there.
0: All right, and if one thing doesn't work, try something else. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I want to also thank Shay Hoffman for being here. Shay, is there anything that you want to add before I go around for final comments?
3: Community, community, connection, connection.
0: I love this song. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Shay Hoffman, uh, nurse at Homer Medical Center. You got it. And her number for outreach and contact for?
3: 907-299-1264. And you can also text that number if you just don't.
0: It's easier for me. Yeah.
3: Text, call, anytime, Any anytime, truly. Yes, you won't get a response anytime, but you can reach out anytime. And
0: Jacqueline
2: Rainwater. Um, yeah, again, I want to put my phone number out there. Um, for uh, peer support, uh, For right? peer support, um, my number is 907-756-3530. And um, just want to say to anyone who might be struggling with addiction or has a family member or a loved one struggling with addiction um, that there is hope. Um, nobody is too far gone and um, I've been brought very low in my addiction and I've been set free through recovery, through connection, through community, um, and there is a light at the end of the tunnel and you're worth it and your friend is worth it and your family member is worth it and it's
1: possible. Don't give up hope.
2: Thank you. That's Jacqueline Rainwater. Willie Dunn, I'd like to give you
1: the mic for the last word. Go ahead. Well, thank you, Kathleen. And thanks, KBBI, for this community conversation. KBBI has been very supportive over the years of uh, talking about this subject. And just a reminder that our, our new organization, Kachemec Bay Recovery Connection, is, is a non-clinical organization, all volunteers, and we support people in recovery after they've gone through treatment or if they find that on their own. Um, there's a really um, well-documented period of, of three to five years where that is a uh, really important part of the process uh, to, f- to get full recovery. So you can find us at kbayrecovery.org. My email is Willie at kbayrecovery.org, or you can send an email to info at kbayrecovery.org. So um, join us for some events this month and throughout the year. Thank you. Thank you so
0: much. For to Willie Dunn, Jacqueline Rainwater, Shay Hoffman, Michael Raymond from Set Free Alaska, Annette Hubbard from Nanilchik Traditional Council. I'm Kathleen Gustafson, and this has been The Coffee Table. The time is 9.58 a.m. Stand by for the weather.